Hey, this is Haley. And this is Heather. And you're watching the Who Done It Sisters, a Kansas City true crime podcast. This episode is on Matthew Gatson. On December 11th, 2022, Matthew Gatson and his fiance were on their way back to pick up their son at Matthew's mom's house. On their way, he noticed a SUV following him and it pulled up alongside them and pretty much just shot up the car. Uh, the fiance has a bullet still lodged in her back and Matthew ended up dying that night. So please come forward. We're just looking for witnesses. We need someone to uh, stand up, stand up for uh, Matthew and his fiance and their family so we can get justice for their family. Thanks for watching. Thanks. So Matthew, he loved the rap. He loves the rap. Like, rapper was his thing. And that's how he got all of his angry, anything that he's feeling, he's going to put it down on a rap and he's going to rap about it. And you're going to know that he's talking about you because you're going to tell about his rap. He he had a drink and he was going to get his out better. Whole time it was you, but I ain't even tripping. I got dreams in the coop. And you try to down me, but it's jokes on you. You just mad, got better things to do. I'm made for the shit. I grind for it too. You say you love me, but that ain't the truth. Get y'all together, mama. We gon' make it, we gon' go big, you know. If I move with the two, so bitch, watch your move. I bounce out on two. I'm aiming at your roof. I'm made for the shit. So much pain as a kid. None of the flames when I see it. Freedom change real quick. Freedom chains, fuck the pigs, cause my niggas on my mind. They ain't doing life, but they running out of time. I got a couple clips from his fiance. She was going through her phone, and he had her phone where he was mad at her one day. And he's in the bathroom, and he's rapping. But, yeah, he was rapping about her one day. She was like, oh, he was talking bad about me out there. <laughs> All the rap, he was rapping. He had made a rap, and then he had made a love rap about her. You know, he didn't get to finish it, but he, he was getting started. All these hoes ain't want me then, but they want me now. And she got up on my back, she couldn't hold me down. Back when I ain't had no dope, they ain't come around. Now they all up in my face, like Stevie had my child. Only fuck with my niggas, I'ma die for my respect. Can't fall in love with hoes, cause these hoes love a chick. Told her pull her pants up, cause I only want the neck. Live my life to the fullest, ain't a thing I regret. Had to talk with God, he said it's my time. I know I'ma shine, I just gotta grind. Yeah, like we got a whole book of just raps, baby. Mm -hmm. Just crack down. It was just rapping. You know, about everything, like everything he went through. So, like, uh, you know, his daddy got shot. His daddy got shot, shot seven years ago in December 2, December 31st. So he was 12 years old when his daddy got shot. I think it was He decided that he was the man of the house. I just want, you know, my focus on all my kids is just to go to school. Be the best that y'all can be. You don't need to worry about it. Go please. That's, that's for me. Like, let me carry all the way. Y'all just grow up and just be a kid. That's it. But Matthew was, nah, I'm the man. My daddy taught me everything, and this is, this is the way it's going to go. Like, I couldn't tell him nothing, really. I really couldn't tell him. Like, he, he went to school. He always was the cat, the class clown. Always. <laughs> like, he can literally get in trouble and they really can't punish him because he's going to say something that's going to get you all the way off and you forgot what you even punished him.
him for him. But then, you know, he had the the times where, of course, as being a kid, you want to go out and you want an adventure and do what you want to do, especially meeting girls. Matthew had a heart of gold, right? He was a forgiving person. He believed that he can help anybody. And I assume he can't help everybody, son. Sometimes you gotta do that. Distance be distance, you know. If they show you that they wrong, then that's nine out of ten that they're gonna stay wrong. They're not gonna ever change. You can't help to change, but he had it in his heart. I can change anybody. Everybody love Matthew. No, he said everybody love money game because that was his name. MJ. Everybody loves MJ. And I was like, okay, MJ. Matthew was the life of the party. I mean, it's times that we had our fights. A lot of fights. And, you know, but at the end of the day, that was my son. So, I mean, he could tell me he hate me. And then the next minute is, Mommy, you got $2. You just told me you hate me, but you need $2. Yeah, boy, it's over here in my wallet, you know, but that's what we do. That is truly what we do. But, I mean, I miss him. I miss him calling me, saying, Mom, what you put? Uh, I'm about to come and raise your refrigerator. I need some snacks. And I'm like, I'm not the grocery store. Yes, you are. You know, come right over, go to the kitchen, get him some snacks, and he's all about his way. So on December the 11th, 2022, so it was on a Sunday, and uh, he went to the shoe range. He actually was supposed to be going to the shoe range. He was supposed to be going shopping, but end up his plans end up getting switched around. He was leaving. I had my grandson. They dropped him off to me. And uh, he stopped at his grandma's house. And leaving his grandma's house, he had actually called me. He was like, Mama, what Bubba doing? And I was like, he rolling around on the, on the floor because it's what he was doing. He had my laundry basket because I was doing laundry. And he was rolling around on the floor. I said, yes, sir, rolling around on the floor. And he's like, oh. Tell Bubba, you miss daddy. I said, Bubba, you miss daddy. He's like, yeah, we, we was just having a normal conversation. I said, well, I'm not going to get my son. He's been gone for too long. I said, boy, y'all ain't even been gone that long, but okay. He's like, I'm on my way. And so then he got real quiet. And then I'm like, you all right? He's like, I'm going to call you right back, mama. I'm like, you okay? And he like. I'm on right back, and literally his grandma's house and my house is like just right around the corner. So from there, he's heading to my house, and out of nowhere, the next phone call I got was his fiance screaming, "Mama, help me! Mama, help me!" And I'm like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And then I can hear people in the background like, "Get him to the hospital! Get him to the hospital!" 
And she was like, I gotta go. I got someone to shot my baby. They shot my husband. I gotta get him to the hospital. I'm like, what? And so my as a mother's instinct, my heart dropped. And the only thing I could think of was to get to research because that's what I heard them say it was taking. So when I ran, I went, I literally ran. I didn't hop in no car, no none of that. I literally ran from my house to research. And when I got there, I seen the car and my heart dropped. And I'm just like, and I goes in and I'm like, what happened? And I look in the car and I see the blood everywhere. And I just knew that it wasn't good. And so when I got in there and they was like, um, we're going to take it to the room and let you, you know, and when they came, they was like, he's in MRI, but he's not going well. And so they was, the next step was they're trying to save your son. And then the next thing went to, um, he had permanent brain damage and there was nothing else they could do. My son, when I say my son suffered, he really suffered. Like, he, because they shot him four times to the head, so one of the bullets had went through his forehead, so he had an enlarged there. So his forehead was really swollen, and then he had a bullet that went in through the back of his head and came out his lip right here. And then the rest of them was just launched in his brain. And he had, uh, he was shot in his arm, he was shot in his chest. And then they didn't clean him up. Like he had blood dripping out his forehead, his face was bloody. He was just unrecognized. And then from the bullet lodging, it swollen his whole right eye up. So his whole eye was swollen with the bullet was right there. So it was just swollen like a black eye. Yeah, and when they wrecked, he hit his head on the dashboard. And I'm like, I had to fuss him. I'm like, so y'all don't clean my son up? Like, y'all really just leaving him with all this blood coming down here? Like, and we got to come in and see him? But I, I know you, you, there was nothing for y'all to do. Understandable. Y'all could have wrapped his head up. You know, y'all could have did something to slow the blood down. They did nothing. Until the chapel came in there, and, and it was time for second shift because he got shot at three o'clock in the evening. So, you know, second shift came in at seven. Second shift came in and cleaned him up because he heard my daughter's voice and he reacted to it because they put him in a seduced a coma, but he still can hear. He still can hear us. And so, when he heard her in the room, he started hemorrhaging even more. And so they had to rush him out of there and try to clean him up and calm him down and stuff. And they was like, uh, well, eventually his swollen on his brain is going to get so big to where it's going to stop his heart. And that's how he died. So um, he ended up getting chopped around about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He died at 9.48 that night. Um, December the 11th. To me, I feel like he was set up. And my honest guy, I, I just felt like he was set up because he was never supposed to be there. And I always told my son, I always told him, no matter what, I said, listen, 
If it wasn't in your plans to do something, you do not go out your way to change your plans up to benefit somebody else because 9 out of 10, something ain't right. And so that day just got totally flipped from the morning all the way till the time he got killed. And I just felt like if you do know and if he is involved in it, I know your conscience is eating you up. You've got to. Did he meet somebody at the shooting range? Uh, he actually went to the shooting range with his uncle. Okay. He went to the shooting range with his uncle and from there, my son ended up dead. So, uh, and I think that's when my, my life changed tremendously. Like, it really did. It changed. It changed a whole lot because me and her son, you know, my husband, it, it took a toll on me because my husband was shot December the 31st. He was shot in the head. And in front of a research medical center, left in the back of a research medical center with two bullets shot to the head. Still ain't found, never, I mean, never found his shooter. And with my husband, he's the wife. But he's partially brain dead. So, and then Matthew getting shot December the 11th. And he died. So, it, it takes, December is a hard month for us. I'm trying not to probably. Yeah, it, um, it's a hard month. But at the end of the day, I have seven children that I have to continue to go for. I have a husband that I have to continue to take care of. And so trying to, you know, take everything in, you have to just keep going. So it's very sudden they see me break. And if I do break, um, it's probably like in the shower or, you know, where they don't see it because it's hard. You know, it's just me. Um, my mother, she's deceased, which Matt was in heaven with her. They actually are buried right next to each other. Um, you know, I don't have daddy who, because I have to be there for him. He has no family. No one goes up to see him, so I'm his, his folks first person. Hey, we've been together for 24 years. That's all I know. Me, him, and kids. So now I have the grandson who I have to put on to the You know, this your daddy. We was just talking. He come in, he seen his picture, and he's like, Oh, dada? I said, Yeah, that's dada. I said, You miss dada? He said, Yeah. Hmm. You know, and I remember when Matthew passed, and we had to. Um, he was body and we took, took his son up there and he was, he was like, Daddy's sleeping. He's like, no, Daddy's not sleeping. And it's hard when, when a two-year-old can look at their daddy and say, he's not sleeping. Because he knew. 
he knew that daddy wasn't coming back home and for a minute he was like where's daddy at like where daddy at because he seen him on top he seen him on top matthew he didn't see matthew without him hey me and him got into a couple of times because i'd be like Bring my grandson or he'll try to go somewhere and fight. You're not taking him? No. And he's like, this is my son, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. You know, whatever. But it has been, it's going on four, four months. Um, we haven't heard anything. Uh, no one has came forward. No tips, no nothing. So as a mother, um, my focus is to keep his name alive, uh, bring some type of awareness of like, y'all gotta put these guns down, you know? This is y'all, y'all taking from families. And it's, it's so bad that the community is where there's no snitching, you know, like if you ain't snitching, I, I, I never considered it snitching, you know what I'm saying, if you know something, then you should talk, especially if that's supposed to be your friend, you know, because the streets talk, the streets are already, the street, the streets are already said what happened, we already know what happened, but it ain't nothing we can do, nothing. Until people start talking. It like I know I'm gonna cry at times. Uh, I know it's probably hard times, especially holidays, birthdays. But to know that my son's at peace is more than enough for me. It's more than enough. I have took that and I'm like, okay. Um, knowing that my son is at peace, I can at least fight for justice. Because I can't never get him back. Um, no matter what I do, I can never get my son back. So, I have to carry memories and... I gotta just go hard in justice. It may be years down the road, but eventually we'll get justice. Eventually. So Matthew, he loves dogs too. Like he has, he has a pit. But right before Matthew died, he ended up having puppies. So we had one, but she ended up dying. The mother who uh, had the dog was sick, so the puppies died. That was heartbreaking. But Matthew, and it's crazy because his puppies were born right before Matthew died. So Matthew died on the 11th of June. His puppies were born on the 8th. So he didn't get a chance to even meet the puppies. Aww. So, but he would love the crap out of dogs because that's all he, all he talked about, like, was the dogs and his son. The dogs and his son. And it's like, oh, and money, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and money. 
and one day he was working at a factory. I can't think of the factory. But he calls me, and I'll never forget it. He calls me and said, Mama. I said, What? Can you pick me up for work? I'm like, Why do you need me to pick you up for work? Oh, I got something for the kids. What you got? You work at a factory. So I'm like, Okay, I'll be there and pick you up for work. I'll be on my way. Be ready. He comes. Comes outside. He got this box. So I'm like, What's in this box? He said, I have a present for uh, my little brothers and sisters. I told him I was going to get them something. He never tell me what's inside this box. So we get home. They like, hey, where's, where's the cage? Where's the cage? I said, what's in that box? <laughs> and he's like, mama, he's like, it's a present. It's a present for them. So they go, they go get the little, uh, if we had this little, it's like a fishbowl, but it's the square one. He opens the box, he said, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, we got to ease it in here. Uh-oh. What's in this box? So now I'm really curious of what's in this box. Oh, uh, Michael comes in, and he's like, hey, Michael, I got what you wanted, bro, I got what you wanted. He was like, you got me a lizard? He said, Shorty, and I said, not in this house, we ain't. Hold up. We ain't doing no lizard, and the lizard is a baby lizard. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget it because I kept telling them, no, they couldn't have a lizard. They kept asking. He was like, don't worry about it. I got you. I'm going to get y'all a lizard. I'm, I got you. I got you. It was a, uh, uh, what kind of lizard was that? Albino, Makaya? Well, it was an albino lizard. Really? Did he buy it or did he find yeah. it? I don't know how he got it. Oh, okay. I didn't even ask him questions. I just wanted him to get it out of there. I, 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 I thought yeah. he found something in the warehouse or something. Yeah, and it, it changed. It had changed. Uh, no, nah, it was it was a backhoe. It changed color. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it changed color. So it was. So they had it up against the stick, and you couldn't even mm -hmm. tell. It was like it ain't nothing in there. It's like it's in there. It's right there, Mama. It's right there. Just keep looking. And I'm like, you know, listen, there. So you got them. He's like, and then I seen him move. I said, Oh, you gotta take that on up out of here because that can't stay up in here, son. Yeah. <laughs> it cannot stay in here. Who's gonna take care of that? Not me. I'm not. I said, and with them, they're gonna be running around and not even paying attention. And showing up that three-year-old. What's she doing? Open the cage up and let the lizard out. Uh oh. You know how hard it is to find a a, a lizard that blends into anything. No. So I took this out. I know it's it's out somewhere. So back in there, he was like, What happened to the lizard? I said, Ask your three year old. I told you about to bring that lizard in this house. Like, why would you bring a lizard in the house? He's like, Mommy, why did you do that? And she's like, It wanted to blow my mind. And I'm just like, <laughs> She's freeing it. Yeah. But that's just, that's just part of Matthew just making sure his brothers and sisters is right. Like, anything they ask for, he would try. So he was like an animal lover, it seems like. Yeah, he was an animal lover. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so you're So we're walking, and he say, all the boys, they go down to the pond. What are y'all doing down here? Look what we found. He comes up. He said, you got a cup, and I'm like, what do you need a cup for? 
Oh, we found something. They go down there with these cups and they scoop up all the typos. Everybody um, know what they turned yeah. into, right? Right. So, and I'm like, so y'all gonna carry these typos? Went back to Kenzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get here and I'm like, where's the typos? Oh, they died inside of the cup. They was no longer living and they dumped the typos downstairs in the basement. So, <laughs> Guess what we had all downstairs in our basement? Frogs. <gasps> oh, so they did live. They did live. <laughs> and so we all would come here and bring it. He said, Mama, I think there's a frog downstairs. I said, what y'all do from tapos? We pulled them out. They was dead. I said, well, apparently they weren't dead. No. Because there's a bunch of frogs downstairs. And we could not get them frogs. And I still tell them, Matthew. Do not bring out another tap hole in this house. <laughs> I'm talking about we had so many frogs and we just kept every time they would catch it. Now we gotta keep it go, let it outside, let it go, let it go. We had one big frog. He probably got about oh, this wow. big.